Welcome to Mike Check Waifu Waifu episode 13. This show is brought to you by our producers, Monique, my brother's waifu, and Connor, my brother, our brother from another. Thank you so much for producing this episode of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And for appreciate you. Yes, we do so much. We appreciate you both so very, very much for supporting the show. Shout out to those producers. And it's also episode 13 is brought to you by Lou Complex. Go to lucomplex.com and use the offer code waifu to save on your cart. And also check out their Patreon because little did you know, not only does my check waifu, waifu have a Patreon you can support, become producers, get early content and extra content. But Lou Complex does as well. For just $1, you get access to their secret shop and they just dropped some fire. They had just dropped that, that Street Nezuko shirt. And yeah. that, it looks so fucking clean. Street Nezuko shirt looks so clean. Check that out. You can use the uh, offer code waifu in the secret shop as well to save on that. But this is my check waifu waifu. So uh, we got a few things to talk about today. Possibly a Pokemon tournament when Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield comes out. <gasps> that's, that's my thing, right? <laughs> so uh, I'm a big Pokemon fan. Yeah. I've been doing um, VGC style battles for yeah, like yeah. four years now, five yeah. years almost, probably since before I got married. Yeah. And, that's just how, how I've been rocking with it. Yeah. And um, for those people who had some shout outs from me, I see you. Be we coming gonna, for you. We're going to talk about that. Early, no, November's release date. Yeah. Be coming out. I got some, I got some heat for y'all. Be ready. We're going to talk about that later in the show. And also, who had the best fight in My Hero Academia? We're going to discuss all of that in today's episode of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. For all that intro, Mike Check 1212. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mike check waifu waifu. King Teliano, is that you? Hello, what's good, bro? What's up, brother? How you feeling today, man? Oh, I'm feeling phenomenal, man. I'm feeling so damn good today. Welcome to episode 13. I'm Polo. That's Tell, of course. And let's get into this topic of the show before uh, before I uh, throw a fit. Okay, so let's uh, let's start off with Pokemon. I, I want to no. You know what? Let's start off with my hero. Now, yeah, the reason yeah, why I want to start off with the my hero thing is who had the best fight in my hero academia? Okay. Now, I personally say, Polo personally says. Polo personally says. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear what Polo personally says. Which might actually be the the same as everybody else. I'm not sure. I'll have to look at that text message that you sent me again. But I think the stain, uh, what's his name? Hero stain? Killer Stain. Your hero Killer Stain in, in, in Midoriya, man. That was a good one. Or Midoriya and, and uh, Todoroki and I forget the, the, the leg boost guy name. Uh, but, uh Ingenium. Ingenium. Yep. Though that fight was probably my favorite, even though, even though Midoriya and Todoroki had like the best hands down fisty cuffs yeah. fight. I think Ingenium is Shizuku, but yeah, Ingenium is his name. Uh, now, oh, Shizuku. Okay. Yeah, my fault. So if we going off so far in the anime, I'm gonna say yeah, my so personal far. opinion is that shooting the fair ones easily. Uh, Midoriya and Todoroki, yeah, cleanest was, fight of the show. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> that fight got that, me so hyped. At that school tournament, they were 
Oh, they were going. So, hey. yeah, my boy Deku pushed him to his limits and was yeah. like, hold up. He was like, hold up, hold this punch real quick. And he wouldn't <laughs> even hold a punch. He was like, here, take this. <laughs> hit him, hit him so like hard. That. Yeah, hit him so hard with the finger flick yep. that Todoroki didn't have a choice. Yep. He had to step his game up. He had to start using fire, too. Straight up. That's the only way he was able to win, which was, of course, a hidden power. <laughs> kind of right. because we we and up up until that point we didn't even know that he could do both at the same time because didn't I mean, even take that into consideration. Yeah, we didn't even think about it as watchers, as viewers. Yeah, but now in in the Facebook group, um, yeah. so we got quite a few votes on different ones. Uh, sadly enough, uh, Polo's number one fight is tied with All My Versus All for One at one vote apiece. They both they both sit at the lowest. Oof. Our next our next highest one, which I actually is is really the fight that brought me to my hero because I had never heard of my hero academia until I saw this scene and I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. It yeah. was the All Might versus No Move fight, and I was like, I gotta check this out. Mm. Uh, I, I saw that a- fight like just scrolling through like Instagram one day. I'm like, hold up, yeah, I was a day what one-er. Is this? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a day oneer. Yeah. I, did, I did not know what it was. And I saw it. I saw that fight, and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta check this out. But that's sitting at, uh, you know, second to last. Mm. But then we got the Deku versus Bakugo rematch. Ooh, I forgot about that one. They were they were shooting them. <laughs> they, they were definitely and, shooting them. And the, the, to be real, the fight itself was short because they had some a couple of little nice little throwback yeah. scenes and stuff yeah. in there. You know, still well-paced. Yeah. But that fight was short, but they had some nice scenes in there. And... and Bakugo gave it to him, even though Deku was feeding it to him too. Yeah, he was giving us some nice rounds um, with the shoot style. Yeah, uh, but that is tied with um, Deku versus Muscular. Oh, of course, the That's Muscular cool. scene was mad dope too. Yeah, I think that was real iconic for uh, the My Hero Academia scene, at least for Deku on his behalf. Like, you know, that's his first, like, not his first villain takedown, but right. his first time hitting that villain with that. I got to go all out before I die kind of punch. Exactly. Two of my favorite things, though, when, okay, when I was first watching, like I said, I was day one, so. You were day one there. Go ahead. So you say run. When you say run came on, when he was chasing All Might at the very first season of the show, he was chasing mm-hmm. All Might, and he was like, I want to be a hero, too, or something like that, and he, and he was just bawling, crying, and you say run came on, I I lost it. I'm like, oh, I'm emotional. I'm getting emotional. I ain't crying. I ain't shedding no tears, but I was feeling it. I'm like, this anime is fucking legit, man. When he was like, all you all you heard was a song swell up in the background, him running towards All Might, and then just the song swells up to that perfect crescendo, and it was just beautiful. But so then, you say, you say Run is fire, first of all, it goes with everything. <laughs> exactly. But then when they play You Say Run in that muscle fight, <laughs> what was he? What did he say? One million percent or whatever. Yeah, it was? he had to go. He had to go for the one million percent. Had to pull it all the way from Alaska, <laughs> yeah. I guess. from yeah. Ohio to Florida. <laughs> right. He hit him with that Minnesota, Detroit, uh, West Cali. Uh, right. Hit you with that punch real quick. Hit. Yeah, it was um, disgusting, man. But um, sitting sitting at number one in our group, we have the Deku versus Terrell. Of course, of course. It was clean. I should have. It, it's just straight up. It was flashy, first of all. That's a lot of what and it long. Was. Yeah. And it was like, it was, I think it was, it was the longest fight in the show, wasn't it? No, one for uh, all and all might have to be the longest. Yeah. That was two to three only, episodes. The only thing that made this fight long was that they gave us a lot of backstory yeah. on Todoroki. Yeah. But like we always say, that was actually a well paced backstory. Paced. 
some anime don't have it that way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's it in the morning in the group. Thank you guys for voting. We yeah, appreciate it. We appreciate the, the con- contribution in the Facebook group. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at MyCheckWaifu. Why, uh, yeah, MyCheckWaifu. On Instagram, MyCheckWaifuWaifu. And join that Facebook group. That Facebook group is popping. And we appreciate any questions, comments, or concerns, and contributions you have towards the show. But man, another reason why I wanted to, while talking about that fight was so good is because I started binging something that was in my backlog for a long time. Oh, what and was I, it? And I told Tell, I'm like, you're going to be disappointed that this was even in my backlog. But so are you listeners. But it was Dragon Ball Super. I started watching Jack. I listen, <laughs> listen, let me tell you, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, <laughs> hey, hey, Patreon supporters, you should watch the video so you can see Tell's reaction. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I stopped at episode like 50 right at the, as the tournament was coming to an end. Dragon Ball Super because I ran out of dubs. Okay, I refuse, refuse to watch the subs. Of Dragon Wait, you Ball talking Z. about the, the first tournament? Yes, the first tournament. Yep, I'm not even near the second tournament. I'm on episode seventy two, where Goku just quote unquote died to hit. So that's where I am. I'm super far behind. But what was so great about you telling me that this was going to be the topic of today's show was still. It's so hard to find an anime that does fighting as good as Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Superman or just Dragon Ball in period. Like their fighting is so fucking good. Now the writing for Super is eh, it was it's super. My personal opinion, Dragon Ball Super's writing is better than some of the old Dragon Ball writing. It's Uh, I mean the writing of Dragon Ball has never (laughs) been great though, right? Like we can agree that. The better stuff, the better part of Dragon Ball's uh, writing is like the backstories. Like yes. It, it's the, it, it is more about what the characters can evoke in terms of like yes. mystery. Like you want to know more about that character right. than the actual story that's written. Like right. I don't really care. The story that's written is like, hey, I want to go punch some people in the face. Exactly. But the story about like, yo, how Hit is basically, oh, you don't know. No, I don't know yet. Right. But before well, that, though, let's talk about the, like, the reason why I say this is because that arc of, um, of when Trunks had to come back to the past to then help him in the future to beat uh, uh, Zamasu or something like that. Zamasu? Yeah, Yeah. Zamasu was just the Supreme Kai of of Universe 10. When he had to go back and fight him, those fight scenes were absolutely incredible. Like, before they had to run twice. But, (laughs) like, man. When Goku and Vegeta got to run, it's it's wild. Yes, man. And, like, it's so crazy, the loop of Dragon Ball. Like, they always become super powerful. Like Goku grew to the level of being able to almost kind of compete with bears for that to just go for his level to basically fall right back down because uh, Zamasu or whatever his name is fucking is just crazy powerful or black Goku is crazy. Yeah, I was going to say Zamasu is not even that strong. Yeah, let's, it's, let's, it's let's black Goku. That, right. I mean, it's, it's both Goku, the same yeah, person. Goku black. <laughs> Goku black is mad powerful. Right. Which is the same person, essentially. But yeah. Well, but he had to steal Goku's body to get that power. Yeah, like, exactly. If you if you see like they they shooting the pharaohs with Zamasu and Zamasu getting his ass kicked. That's true for the Goku, most part. Goku Black is like holding his own because he's way too powerful. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. What is this guy? <laughs> exactly. Is he a Saiyan? <laughs> and he had that Super Saiyan Rose, which is the funniest right. thing I've ever heard. Right. But man, yeah, it was those still Dragon Ball Super is some of the best fighting. Like they do. 
you know what I was comparing it to? I was comparing it to that Black Clover, uh, uh, King Julius and and fucking licked fight. That shit has nothing on these Dragon Ball Super yeah. fights, like not so even I, close. I went back and watched that, and the main thing I liked about the the King Julius and Lick fight was if you don't pay attention to the environments, it's good. But if you look at everything outside of the characters, like you look at how low res and trash everything, looks, you'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ex- and that's exactly what I saw. Like it's I know that 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 made somebody mad. That may have been why we got our first negative comment on on our podcast <laughs> because <It's> like <laughs> I was dogging that that fight because that fight was not it was it wasn't great to me. And yeah, reason, I had to watch it a second time. It's okay. And the reason why is because it's exactly that. Like it was so low res throughout most of the fight of when they was fighting, especially when like. When King Julius was moving away from Licht and they were sh- and they were shooting powers, like even King Julius, uh, uh, fucking character res was was low. Like he was just, yeah, he was just kind of moving all over the place. And I'm like, uh, you know, and- you, you know what anime don't do that? Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> uh, well, Dragon Ball has some crappy scenes in the beginning. The suit, Dragon Ball Super in the beginning of that. I don't uh, that remember some, what it was. They had they had uh, Goku face looked like a Slenderman basically. Ooh. Um, you probably missed it. Oh, you know what? It was in that movie too. When it, the movie when he was fighting uh, bears. Like, what yeah, is this? Yeah. But um, Mob Psycho One Hundred doesn't do that. Mm. I know you don't want to watch that one because the art style. But mm. when you start watching, you're gonna be like, I love this. When your art style look like it's drawn by a third grader. I mean, it's kind of it easy. Does it, <laughs> it does, it does bro. Though. It does. It does. Look. Uh, I'm going to watch it. I got it in my plan of watching my uh, Miami list, so. Uh-huh. Hit, hit me up on Miami list when you watch it. Yeah, I do. I will. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to put our Miami list profiles in the show notes, so make sure you guys go check that out and follow us there. Miami list is probably the best anime list uh, website out there for sure. For sure. Check that out. Um, but yeah, that I mean, Dragon Ball Super is so good. Even like some of the pointless episodes, like some of the episodes that just don't mean shit. Like when they were playing baseball, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Like I laughed, you know what I'm saying? Like I, it was good. It was enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean I can get with that. I just like uh, when when Chi Chi be tricking Goku, <laughs> telling, telling Goku what you're doing. He just like Is yeah. that training. <laughs> you know you, you know what I hate though. I still every time I cringe. <sighs> Gohan, man. He's just. So, he, you know Gohan's my favorite character in the show, I know. and I just hate the direction it took Gohan. Oh. Like, my man's could have had <laughs> when, so much more. I know when Trunks came back and he saw what Go- Gohan was, he was just like, "Uh, my master Gohan? Excuse you're me, not the, you're not the Gohan I know. No, the Gohan is the goat. <laughs> That's who he knew. The Gohan I know got one arm and now here still command man people. To yeah, death, uh, if was, he wasn't gone, this would have already been done." Exactly. It was rough. It was it's it's rough to see Gohan going to school and doing lectures and I mean whatever. Trying to be a lawyer or something. <laughs> exactly. Whatever that was. Why be a lawyer when you punch people in the face and pay for it or save the world? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right, bro. Oh, it, it stressed me out. But man, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm doing this. Episode seventy two, Goku is supposedly dead for me by hit. So um, I got a lot to look forward to. I and mean, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I could not stop watching it all day. Like I was watching it while I was watching the Browns get their ass whooped. But we ain't gonna talk about that. That's another, <laughs> that's another anime we gotta catch up on. <laughs> uh, uh, but 
Let's talk about this uh this Pokemon tournament though. Alright. So to kind of preface this, just so so you know Polo, you yeah. probably didn't see it. But I shared this picture I saw on Instagram. Okay. Of like Mr. Mine mm-hmm. with the it it markings on his face. He had a little Drifloon, a shiny Drifloon, it's like a yellow Pokemon. Yeah. And a Pikachu and like a little rain jacket from it. Mm-hmm. And I said I said to everybody, when Pokemon Sword and Shield come out, I'll be handing out L's to anyone willing to battle. Mm. I just I just made a statement. That's all I said. I got uh Desmond, a, Tyree, a, Devin Loveland, okay, Jolie. Okay. Um hold on. Steven. What up, Steven? <laughs> uh who else? Wait. Joe Rooney. Ooh, Rooney. All like we about to shoot these fair ones. So I told them when it comes around, we're gonna make a, a group or a channel on the Discord so we can link up. We're gonna yes. start this tournament. Yes. Basically, hey. every, everybody already knows this is this is Pokemon VGC rules. That means it's double battles for Pokemon only. You bring a team of six, you gotta rotate them out. All right, let's start, let's set some mic check waifu waifu rules, because I wanna partake in this too. But the problem is with partaking in this is you got a fucking poker bank full of shit. Now I know you can't bring over every Pokemon you got in your poker bank. The Pokemon in the poker bank can't even um they don't even you can't use them in battle. You gotta use that region only. So like you can bring the Pokemon from the Poker Bank, but they uh you can only use those for breeding. So it won't change anything. Gotcha. Okay, so that's what I was worried about. That's what I was worried about. I want everybody to shoot fair ones. Like you gotta find some some regional in the what what region is this now? The Galar region. The Galar so region, yeah. Everybody only Galar region. region. You yeah. shooting fair ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody who want to be involved in the tournament. Uh, yeah. I'm, so what I plan on doing is this. We'll probably have like some kind of prize, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll we'll battle. Um, whoever comes in first place will get the prize, or the highest place after me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if I win, I can't take the prize. Right, I'm, of course. I'm, now, uh, if if I come in first. I mean, y'all are trash. I'm I'm just joking. I'll I'll be humble about it. But um, if I come in first, whoever comes second place gets the prize. If I come in last and whoever comes in first place, they still get the prize. So, you know, that's the goal. We'll get some entries. Look like we got like eight people already. Okay. Um, So we got some people joining up in the tournament. We all hype. Uh, Comes out in November. Uh, Pokemon, if y'all want to sponsor this or Nintendo, something like that. Game through. (laughs) I would love that. That'd be phenomenal. But again, again, go go to that Discord. We just we just got it up and running. We still, you know, working through some channels and some roles and stuff like that. But I think what we should start doing with the Discord is we should start taking live questions because we record this via Discord and we can set up the Discord to where people where we can put something in Discord at the beginning of the show and then they can respond to it in the Discord. So again, the Discord link will be in the Facebook group, will be on our Twitter and will be on our Instagram page. So join that Discord. Because I mean, there we can we can even do giveaways there too. So uh, join that Discord, and again, if you want to support the show, hit up that Patreon. Any support will be greatly appreciated. Um, shout out to our producers, Monique and Connor. I'm gonna shout y'all out again. <laughs> and, and, and Terry, thank you for being yes. a subscriber in general, bro. Yeah, yeah, keeping us alive as well. Otaku tier, we appreciate you. Be in there, um, but anyone else who joins the Patreon list, you know. We appreciate you in the future as well. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Straight up. All right. So we want to take a quick break here and then come back with uh, Anime Talk.
Definitely. Let's make it happen. Hey, okay. We're going to take a quick break here and we're going to go to Anime Talk. See y'all soon. Peace. Check waifu, waifu. <laughs> so you do history. I was thinking of Soul Calibur, my bad. 
Welcome back. You just heard that Parasite Luna during the break. And my God, that song, fire, fire. That I, drop? Yeah. I think I could just listen to that in my car as just like a, a chill. I've done it before. I'm like ready for a dance battle. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Straight up. But welcome back to my check waifu waifu. This is the portion of the show where we do anime talk, where we bring you two anime each, two anime or manga each, and we discuss it. So uh, be prepared. Now, tell you want to go first? I think I went first last week. You go first this week. Yeah. All right. So one of the anime I'm bringing actually had a... Uh, it was out in 1968. It was the pilot episode. 1969 is when the series actually aired. But I'm watching the 2019 version, which aired January 7th this year. Yeah. It's called Dororo. Yeah. Um, it's a classic. Um, Straight up. I read the first couple of manga chapters, too, just to kind of warm myself up for this. The manga. I'm, I'm going to say don't watch the manga. Just watch the anime. Oh, don't read the manga, you mean? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't read the manga. Just watch the anime. Gotcha. Uh, hearing that come from me is low-key wild. It is, actually. Uh, I'm but flabbergasted. Hey, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta flabbergast your ally. <laughs> uh, but basically, how it works is that um, there's this, like, feudal lord, um, Dago, who wants to become, you know, or wants to get his land to be prosperous and wealthy again. And essentially... It's not happening for him. He's doing everything he can. He can. His land is in war and famine, and people are dying left and right. right. And what essentially he's doing is he goes to his temple with a priest. And in the manga, there's 48 demons. In the anime, there are 12 demons, uh, which I think is going to be great for streamlining because right. I was like, how the how the heck is this going to work? <laughs> 48 demons. Um, <laughs> It is just a lot but, of like a lot of just fluff probably in the manga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so in the in the anime, um, there's twelve demons, and um, essentially, what he what he does is he goes in with this priest and he wants to pray to the demons. Not even a prayer. He's going to ask the demons in trade for something. I want to be the ruler of this land, and I want it to be proper. The demons, they never say anything in return, but he offers, ends up offering up his son uh, and offering to take anything from him that you see fit. Basically, mm. take anything from my first son that you see fit. His son was born that same day. Damn. When his son, when his son was born, he didn't have any eyes, any nose, any skin, any mm. legs, any arms, no ears. Just fucked up. Nothing. Yeah, just nothing, right? Jesus. Um, not even gums in his mouth, I think. It's low key wild. Um, it's the craziest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, right. Um, but basically, what ends up happening is uh, his wife gives birth to this mannequin of a son, this, this shell of a son. And basically, she's like, I love him. He's ours. We're going to keep him. Mm-hmm. Diego's like, or Diego's like, he's not going to live. Just give him up. I'm going to be Lord of the land, and none of this matters anyway. We'll just have a second son, and he'll be the heir to the king or Lord. And I'm like, damn, like this dude, this dude is like, Dirty. like savage, right? Yeah. Like you don't get to your own son that you, you know you he already gave you everything he had coming right. into this world to give you everything you ever wanted. Uh, Disgusting. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um basically his maid or whatever takes the the boy mm-hmm. and like he's not gonna live that long anyway. The mom's like, Well let him die in my arms. Like, no, we're gonna 
kill him. Mm. They take the boy, put him in this, uh, they were going to go drown him, but they instead they end up putting him in this like little raft and he floats down the ocean or the water. And instead of him making it all the way down the water, uh, I mean, we don't really see if he makes it all the way down the water or not, but the maid who took him out there gets killed by a demon. Oof. And yeah, by this, by this demon. And who ends up killing this demon is this blind guy who can't see, but plays like this, uh, this, uh, it's like it's like a giant cello, um, but basically he plays his instrument, and a part of it is, a, is like a small kunai or dagger, mm-hmm. and um, he pulls it out and kills the demon. But we can see that he can see like auras, even though he can't see physically what's there because he's blind. Right. So we assume this is what our main character's going to see. Flash for sixteen years, our main character is out. His name is Hyakumaru. Hyakumaru is a uh, hundred demons. A hundred demon boy is is what that name means, basically. Wow. He has, like I said, he he's basically he has arms and legs now, but they're all made out of a uh, like wooden prosthetics. Mm. And he's gonna be a demon slayer. In the first episode, we see him kill a demon um, that was just floating down the river, and it happens to be one of the twelve demons that he was sacrificed to. Damn. Um, when he kills this demon, he gets his skin back. Wow. And we assume that this is going to be uh, the start of how everything. Yeah. So we're going from, I was watching Demon Slayer earlier this year anyway. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I'm about to start watching Dororo because Demon Slayer is almost over. I got to give me something to hold me over on my demon killing kick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dororo so far seems really, really good. Um, I'm hoping it stays as good as this first episode actually was. I didn't give a the greatest explanation. But I definitely no, think it was it's worth pretty good. Out. It was definitely good. <laughs> Dororo, okay, damn. Because I, I mean, of course, I didn't, I didn't even. <clears throat> it's a lot of uh, a lot of people's favorite anime, and I, I mean, I didn't give it a chance because it was just so old. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I might have to take a look at that too. Is uh, you watching it on Verb? Uh, I am watching it on. Oh, it's not on Verb. Oh, okay, okay. Other, yeah, sorry. Other, okay. No, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, other side. <laughs> so, my anime, I mean, I'm just probably going to be the the modern day guy that's not going to bring you anything new, but continue to talk <laughs> about the episodes of the shows that I've been watching that I just cannot not talk about. You can't shake greatness. Probably. I cannot shake the greatness of freaking Fire Force and Astro Lost in Space. I'm going to start off with Fire Force because Astro Lost in Space, I got a little bit more to say about. But Fire Force, again, with another just dominant episode with just character development, well pacing, like well paced. And again, I, I say this every week about this show. Best sound design of any anime ever. That gets the award for the best sound design ever. <laughs> that fight between Shinra and Lieutenant, oh, I should have had this pulled up. I'm sorry, Rekka, Re- yeah, Lieutenant Rekka, crazy brother. Pulled up, I know his name. Crazy. <laughs> he he did those uh flare those head spins those flares again too, which is dope. <laughs> had to he hit him with some halos. Yeah, but yeah, the the fight between him and Lieutenant Rekka was was crazy fire, literally and figuratively. Um, I did not realize how strong he actually was. And he was strong with his fist, which is, which was dope. <laughs> like he, he yeah. threw hands. He was, he was punching holes and stuff. But the story behind this episode is getting, is becoming so much clearer now. 
it's a whole entire organization that he was a part of that turns people into uh, infernos looking for this pilot light situation. Now, do you think those people in those white robes um, that they saw, do you think those people were uh, also fire soldiers? I think so. I think that there are some in the fire soldiers and some out. Those people specifically may have not been fire soldiers, mm-hmm. but they have a connection to the fire soldiers. Is what I think, yeah. because I mean, let's let's be real. If the entire group is in the fire soldiers, it is like a, a too easy to kind of pinpoint the entire group, right? I mean, you know, it, it all it all it doesn't branch out too far at that point. But you want it to branch out. That's what I think. Good storytelling will do exactly. And that's exactly what it is. It's brilliant storytelling. Like I'm not going to dig too deep in the episode because I mean, it's uh, if you haven't watched the show and you're up to this point, you won't understand anything I'm saying anyway. So I'm just going to talk about the, the second kick to the face. I was just about to say I, I want to talk about just generalities of this episode. Now during the fight, <laughs> those kicks to the face sounded like like Greatness. yeah, it sounded like so much force, man. Like he would the way Shinra fights is he would put his feet up, like he would kick you in the face and then ignite his feet, <laughs> ignite his feet like right into your face, which is just so dope. One of the dopest parts to me is when uh, he is talking about his mobility. Yeah. He goes up to like the roof and yep. you hear him land on the roof. You hear his feet hit the roof and then mm-hmm. he <laughs> just shoots right back down. I'm like, they got this. They got to some point. They yeah. got this unlocked. Exactly. Or when he had him in the arm bar, he had him in the arm bar and he ignited his feet and like blasted off, off of him. Like when Fire Force has its fighting scenes, it's few and far between so far this season. But when they do have those fighting scenes, they are some of the most intense like intense sounding best looking fights probably well animated yeah well animated fights of the year besides demon slayer like it's definitely the sound design is way better than demon slayer but everything else demon slayer has on them obviously I'll, the animation i'll stuff. tell you part of what makes fire forces animation so good in their fight scenes mm-hmm. is because uh we were talking about this earlier probably while we got our first uh negative reviews yeah. Yeah. Uh, was because we, we he kind of he kind of dissed um julius versus lit yeah uh, but in that fight they used the blur effect kind of kind of show like or or lessen the quality of what they were doing right in fire force they don't even use the blur effect nope. when they move like you can tell like they're either hand drawing that blur yep. or that blur is truly like artistically created and expressed in their work. Yeah. It's another, so it's when, another mix between three D two. Like, I mean, you can, it's, it's so minute that you wouldn't even be able to notice if you wasn't looking as hard as I do now when I'm watching yeah. these anime, but the three D effect, like when he does his, his head spins, you can slightly see that three D animation, but it's so slight that it, 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 it propels the scene forward to make that that's just that crisp animation, like everything so exactly. detailedly drawn and the lines are so so in. Oh, it's so good, dude. I'm I'm getting excited. <laughs> like it's it's mind blowing. I love it. I love seeing it. I love watching it. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you rate that episode? Oh my gosh. Uh this one is tough because you got they they froze uh Rekka and then those fucking road people. I don't know what they what, what were they called the abyssal or something like that. I don't nah, remember what they, they called I can't them. Remember. It, it, the name began with a P. I just didn't. Okay, yeah. So they were they were in these robes and they had a sniper fire force or a sniper fire soldier that destroyed <laughs> them, put a hole in them while he was frozen. 
Oh God, that was so good. This episode was so good. Um, this one is definitely. Oh, it's it's going to be an eight, and it's going to be an eight because uh, Takamaki to, to um she became waifu for me. Yeah, <laughs> not not over the princess yet, but she's definitely a waifu. I love her. Yeah, princess still top tier. Of course, she's still number one, but she. And then and then it's going to be a sister. And yep. then we, we might go Kitty Girl after that. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go Kitty Girl second and then the sister. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Fire Force, man. Just watch the show if you haven't yet. If you plan to start it, start it. I try to give as little as possible so you can still enjoy it in, inside of the episodes. And you will. Like, you will. I didn't give enough for you not to watch it. So watch it. Fire Force is phenomenal. What's up? What you got? All right, bro. So. This one is actually another old one, not too old, but this was back in 2014. Um, when this okay. first came out, I was like a big advocate for this, and it's uh, Sarah from the End. Yeah, um, I love everything about Sarah from the End. I like yeah. the story, all of that. Um, I like that. Well, wait, I'm not even giving you an introduction, like you know about it yet. So <laughs> basically, Sarah from the End is about. Um, the world, essentially, all of the adults acquired a sickness and died out. And, yeah, right? Like, everyone, That's like, so I think 12 and over got a sickness and died out. Mm-hmm. So that results in the world being led by children, you know, yep. 12 and up. And then uh, the children also believed if they left the facilities they were already in, there was nothing left for them to say they would die from sickness. Uh, and they ended up being captured and basically uh, farmed by vampires. And these vampires obviously live for hundreds of hundreds of years. Yeah. So Dude. they're using these children to farm and grow to ingest and you know have whatever they want. Uh, what were you going to say, Polo? I was just going to say, this is one of the anime that we, I think we both came at each other with. Like, I think we watched it at the same time and didn't realize we were doing it a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> and we both said something about it to each other. Like, man, Sarah for the end is, is, is great. It I gotta, is. I gotta watch the first season again. Cause I, I, oh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and finish. <laughs> no, that, that's why I wanted to bring this up. Cause I'm going to watch the first season again. And then I'm going to watch the second season. Which I didn't even I know just, they had. That's what I was saying. Like I thought they stopped. <laughs> Me too. And I, this is one of those that I started reading the manga because it was so good. And then the manga, got backed up and they didn't release anything for a while and I stopped reading the manga. And mm. I'm just like, man, keep up, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to watch <laughs> uh, or read or something, you know? Yeah. But basically, our main character is Yuichiro uh, Hiyakuya and his brother, Michaela Hiyakuya. Now, that last name that they have is a surname from the orphanage that they were in. Mm. Um, so, they are all part of this orphanage and their family. Basically, uh, spoiler alert: Slightly. everyone, everyone in that uh, in that orphanage died, and uh, Yoichiro and Michaela are the only one. Or Mikaela is the only, only two is alive. I'm starting to Sad- remember now. Yeah, sadly, um, Mika gets uh, adopted by vampires, and they share his blood. Yeah, with Yeah, I remember. And he ends up becoming part vampire. Uh, he's not fully vampire as far as I know yet, but if he ever ingests human blood, he will become full, full vampire. Now, I don't know if you remember, bro, 
But do you remember at the end of the first season? I think so. When yeah. Yoichiro is yep. like, look, I don't want you to die. So have my blood. Yep. And I'm just like. And then he turned full. Yep. Oh, then it ended. I and, remember. And, and, and right. I'm just like, oh, this is getting real messy. It's about to get wild <laughs> up in here. Dude, it's all coming back, man. Yeah. Holy shit, that show is so good. It was dark, yeah. too. It, it was. So, so dark. I agree with the rating on this one. It's like, like an 8.3. I'd give, it like a, I'd give it like an 8.5. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So yeah. I would say check it out. Um, read the manga if you're a manga reader. Uh, watch the anime if you're an anime watcher. It should be stubbed and dubbed by now. So yeah, oh, yeah, have a blast, my guys. I'm about to add it to the plan and watch again. I do. I remember <laughs> this. to watch again. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I'm so excited about that. Oh, God. Okay. So for me, of course, time for the number one anime of the summer. Right. Probably going to crack my top five of all time. For it's, sure. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Like, I was talking about this um, in the group. Like, how, how did this go under the radar like this? Yeah. Um, even even some of the some of the comments about it, like we were talking about earlier, they're talking about this is one of those anime that went under the radar, but it is literally, literally, it's the only reason it went under the radar because it's isekai anime, other tropey shonen anime that goes under the radar. Of course. This is one of those shonen-esque anime or shonen anime mm-hmm. that went under the radar that should have been at the top. 100%. 100%. Uh, now, all right, Polo, what are we talking about? Episode eight. We, we're talking about episode eight. Now, we last week we talked about them being on this planet, planet being crash landed on this planet and finding the girl wh- whose name we figured out is Paulina. Mm-hmm. My God, I love Paulina because in the dub version, they gave her like this Russian. Russian? Yeah. Yeah. This Russian accent. That was just so adorable and I love it. But, oh, dude, I said, where do I want to, how do I want to start? Where did episode eight start? Okay, they started off by saying, hey, we could put is it we could put the two shit pieces together, or did they figure out that a little later? They now, basically why, were talking about they open up her her uh time or capsule or whatever. Yeah. And um they go out and they, she starts explaining things okay. you know, about where she's from. Yep, yep. And she's from a, a project, of course, from twelve years ago. She of course is mad confused because she's like, Yo, what's going on? Did something happen and we don't know what that something is yet i mean tell you probably know what that something is but they were going after something and they obviously didn't make it and she couldn't survive on her own because she didn't have the survival skills that her crew had um so she put put herself in that chamber now they when she comes out she tells the crew of our crew of the astro like hey let's go to the crash site where my people were to see what we can find if we can recover any clues or anything like that they go to that site and then lo and behold, they find a dog tag of one of the crew members. And then they also find another one sitting on a plant. And this is where we figure out how they died. The plant comes out of the ground and literally goes to try to attack them. And my goodness, man, this, this planet fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> this plant is ginormous, man. And it's just, it's, it's stressed me out so much. Not only, not only is it too hot too hot on one side yep. and too cold on the other. Right in the middle. Plants right in the middle that's trying to kill you. Exactly. They're they're all And then things carnivores. that fly in the sky that are too big that want to kill you. Yeah. They're all carnivores <laughs> on this planet. It's it's disgusting. So 
of course, are um, who gets captured. I forget who gets captured. Uh, was it? No, no, it would no. Nobody got captured. He our oh, captain. The dog tax went up. Yeah, yeah, the the captain wanted to recover the dog tax for Paulina because that's what she was there for. She wanted to get all of the dog tags of her former crew members. So our that the athlete athlete the captain of Kanata. the Astra yeah Kanata runs and pole vaults up to the plant and grabs the dog tag. My boy Ugar was like, yeah, he's. He's a he's a freaking sports star. He's like the best in the world or whatever like that. Yeah, don't worry about him. He'll make it. He'll make it. He'll be fine. He gets the dog tag and they run back to the ship. And then that's where they put they figure out that they could put the two ships together and they continue to fly in outer space. Now, the biggest part of this episode was the very end of this episode. And this showed us so freaking good at just character development again, storytelling and pacing that is just phenomenal. Like there's times in Demon Slayer where they would do a cliffhanger and it just don't feel good. Cliffhangers in Astro Lost in Space feels great. Great. It feels perfect. Like it sucks that I got to wait a week, but it's absolutely phenomenal. Like it's well worth it. Like I just, I sit there and I think to myself like, damn, I mean, huge spoilers for the end of episode eight of Astro Lost in Space. If you haven't watched it, please go watch it. Stop listening or skip forward to the Demon Slayer recap review. But episode eight, we found out that our girl, well, how you say her name again? Uh, Paulina? Yeah, no. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Key Three. Key Three. Yeah. We found out that our girl Key Three and her little sister are actually not siblings, but they're the same fucking person, bro. They're the same girl. And my mind was, I was, I'm like, what? <laughs> What is this? What? How is this? this? (laughs) Exactly. How did this, how is this even possible? So now I'm, my mind is blown in the fact that, and then Paulina was the one that figured this out. Like, hold on, wait, you sure they're not siblings? Like they look exactly alike. And of course my dumb ass didn't think, uh, duh, they look exactly alike. So how aren't they blood sisters? Right? (laughs) Yeah. I was also going to say, uh, when I first saw this episode, I was like, Wait, did you see their mom? They look exactly like their fucking mom. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and this this episode just like blew my mind. It did, uh, man. It did. This anime just gets progressively better. How sway? How every every episode is gonna be more and more ground shaking. Yes, man. Oh, like I just want to figure out what the hell is going on, but like I'm not, I'm not in a rush. Because again, every every episode they give you something with that letterbox display, and it's perfect, man. It's just they dangle, they dangle that worm in front of the fish. Yeah, dude, dude, the carrot in front of the rabbit, whatever analogy you want to use, it works for this. It's so good. It's so it's so perfect. I can't believe it's so slept on too. Again, this is probably one of the best shows for sure. Definitely of this summer for sure. Ugh. And la- was was that it for us? Our anime talk? Yeah, that's it. That's it for the anime talk. We, wow. We on to the big bad. The big bad. Again, I'm going to just throw in a quick reminder real quick. You can support Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And you can see all the tiers. You can join the Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. We're very active on there. We give recommendations on uh, Twitter. And we do some 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 dope art by this man. Right over there himself, King Teliano. Get that practice in, brother. 
It's I'm working on it. Look at this. You see this right here? <laughs> it's looking Apple good. Pencil. It's looking good. So, also, uh, Lou Complex. Yeah, yeah. Code white, white food. Go ahead yeah, and yeah. use that. Get that shirt uh, polo got on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a huge restock going on in the shop, too. So check that uh, out. Yeah. A lot of people tell me, like, every time I go to Lou Complex, they're always out of stock. And I'm like, I know. But he's he's keeping up with the restocks now. So go to that. Check that out. And this is the time where we go into our recap review of episode 22. Is it 22 or? Tw- yeah, 22. 22? Yeah, 22. I, I, you know how I know? No, it's 23. It's 23. Yeah, it's 23. I thought it was 23. Yeah, because it, it's kind of correlating with our episodes. So this is 13, then that's 23. So that's how I kind of keep it together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got it. Yeah, it's episode 23 of Demon Slayer. King Teliano, the recap master. <laughs> I'm right. a, I will before you start to re okay, no, I'm gonna save it for the end. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh the best thing about this is that it kind of picks up picks up where we left off, right? Um mm-hmm. with our main uh our main <laughs> demon waifu. I think I was the closest um, on being right, by the way. <laughs> on, on, on what happened. <laughs> on what we, yeah, well we guess what happened. <laughs> uh our girl Nezuku, oh, or Nezuko, yeah. I love her. Uh, is She's staring down Sanimi, right? Staring him down. She drooling. She having a, a basically like a almost a panic attack, ready to eat this dude arm. Yep. Um, he's dripping blood, and he was looking like a snack. Is she hungry? Uh-huh. <laughs> Already crazy, going crazy. Yeah. But um, Nezuko uh, is seeing her family. As she's seeing, like she's looking at him, and she hears, uh, "What's our 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 main demon slayer daddy's name?" <laughs> oh, his Ig- dad. I don't know. Igodoki, the dude that taught um, Tanjiro. Yeah. Okay. He is uh, doing a little voiceover. Uh, yeah, Rogodoki. Uh, he is basically doing um, going like the voiceover, saying that uh, Rokodaki. That's what it is. He is doing a voiceover, saying. Uh, she will never uh, eat humans. She will, you will always see humans as your family. She's seeing her siblings run past, mm-hmm. her younger brother, her sisters, um, her mom. And then she's looking in front of her and she sees Sanimi and she sees her brother. And she goes back into like the state of like, okay, I'm calm now. And this is no longer an issue. And what does she do? She like steps to the side. Yep. And she, you know, she turns to the side, like yeah, turns to the side, her, like, like furiously. Yep, like and no, I will not. Everyone shook, like hold up. Uh, she just turned away human meat. Yep. Sanimi, uh with his giant bulging eyes and no um, eyebrows, <laughs> uh, he is shocked. And then uh, Giyu, at the same time, your boy Tomioka Giyu, yeah, yeah, grabs. Uh, Igura, the, the snake guy, Yo pulls boy. his arm. Yeah, I like him, man. <laughs> pulls his arm off and it's like, uh, you're, you're doing too much now, basically telling him to stop. Uh, you know, you're crushing him. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, the master is saying like, my point has been proven. Uh, I need you. I would hope that you guys accept this. Mm-hmm. And they essentially, they bow down and they say, we listen to you, master, basically. Appreciate yeah. or they, they take his word for it at that point because they've seen it with their own eyes now. Yep. Uh, and the master says to Tanjiro, 
that uh, there are still going to be those out there who won't accept it, even though we've seen this today. Mm-hmm. And we're like, which is hey. foreshadowing as hell. Right. It makes sense, though. Yeah. At some point, we might have to fight some demon slayers. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Yep. Um, but what was really cool after that is that um, the Shinobu um, Kano, which is the girl who uh, is the insect uh, pillar mm-hmm. or Harisha, she um, says, can I take them into my house? Which, which is means- interesting. So, yeah, to me, I, I heard of that. I heard that in two different ways, right? So the way I heard it uh, was basically, can I take them into my house means that she wanted to train them. I was, okay, so we're saying the same thing there. I'm like, does that mean that she's gonna, they're going to train under her or did she just want to watch them? Yeah, I, I thought later on in the episode we get a better idea, but I think that she's, I mean, I think she's going to train them. What do you think? I, I, <sighs> or you think they're going to do some intensive training just themselves? I think she just wanted to to maybe question them more because I mean they were just in the bed healing like in her place. It seems like it was they were just being nursed back to good health. All three of them. All three of them. So yeah, we ain't, so, we ain't get there yet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what ends up happening is she says, "I'll take them to my house," and the two uh, like uh, I can't remember what they call them the two. Uh, nurse demon slayers run out super fast mm-hmm. and they like super nervous. They bow down to the master, bow down to the ha- ha- Harisha and uh, Hashira or whatever and try and grab Nezuko's box and one dude's super scared of Nezuko's box because Nezuko's a demon. Um, yeah. But Nezuko gets in the box and he just carries her off and runs away. The other one puts Tanjiro on his back and runs away. And we're like, okay, cool. That was pretty dope. They got that done pretty fast. And the master starts talking like, all right, now to start the meeting. He starts talking, and we see Tondra hit the corner, bend the corner real quick, made that left. <laughs> he bows down to the master and says, please, looking at enemy, allow me to headbutt him three times or each time, for each time he stabbed Nezuko. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the master is looking at him, and the master don't look upset at all. He's nope. just like, oh, okay, I can kind of vibe with that a little bit. Yeah. You know? um, but we see the Miss dude, who is actually my favorite of the Hashira right now, yeah. take a rock. Bop, bop. <laughs> Hit him in the head, and our boy uh, Chandra go. <laughs> <laughs> we go limp. <laughs> you do not interrupt the master. Yeah. And I was like, the little, the little little black demon slayer dude come out, grab uh, Chandra. I'm sorry, and leaves. <laughs> and he just says, "Get him out of our face." <laughs> and they all leave. And I'm just like, oh, this dude raw. Huh? He big time raw. <laughs> like. Like he was not playing no games. Mm-hmm. Like this whole time, he was like aloof. <laughs> and all of a sudden, yep, all of a sudden, Tondo pop up. He like flick up, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was super dope. Yeah. Then they proceed with their meeting. We don't really get to see what their meeting is about or hear anything about their meeting. Um, but we see uh, Tondro and Nezuko being carried to the uh, mansions. And we see, uh, basically, they get into the mansion area. Everything looks huge, large. You see, like, sakura trees and flowers and rose petals not falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Or sakura petals falling from the sky. And they turn, and the first thing they see when they get into this insect mansion, or the insect mansion, is butterfly. Oh, that's nice, you know, butterfly. Right. And then we see the girl who stomped in the back of uh, Tanjiro's head and broke his jaw. Yep. The girl that's... She's sitting there smiling. Yep. That's all she did. Not say a word. She's smiling. I'm like, 
Oh. Yeah, she was also the chick at the uh, final selection with Tanjiro and, and everybody else, too. So so she's looking at, looking at him, and basically Tanjiro's like, what is she doing here and everything like that? The, the Demon Slayer guys uh, tell him that she is a higher rank than him because she was trained by one of the current pillars. Right, which is probably Shinobu. Yeah, but we do also understand that uh, Oroko Daki is a former pillar. So he Same would also thing. essentially kind of come on with that rank, but he's no longer a pillar. So yeah, you know, we don't exactly know how that plays out. Right. But it's super cool that he gets to see someone trained by a pillar and is, uh, you know, considered great or, or right. considered to be exceptionally good. Exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, basically she doesn't say anything. They're asking, can we take him into the house? Is it okay if we bring him in? Are you okay? Are you saying anything? She's just covered by butterflies and isn't saying anything, smiling. And then this other girl pops up. We don't get a name for her. They ask her, can we go, Can is it okay if we take them into the house? And she says, hurry up and rushes them in. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay. Upon entering into uh, Here we go. the house, we see my boy, our favorite guy. The worst character in the show. He doesn't change. Hey, I love Zanetsu. God. My boy Zanetsu is sitting there whining. <laughs> yes, whining, bro. Just whining, about, whining, about whining. I'm taking medicine. Um, I mean, I'd be... All right, so here's, here's, here's the thing. Is that I think Zanetsu is the most realistic out of all the characters. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. All right, man. All right, bro. I'm going to give you a sword and tell you to go out and kill some demons every day. And if I train as hard as they did, <laughs> you don't think I would, like, I would be mentally prepared for whatever the fuck is out there? Hey, bro. I don't know, man. Marines come back from, from Iraq. Exactly. Like, I mean, but they, they still train for it. They were mentally prepared when they went out. They don't cry when they leave. They yeah, don't I mean, complain yeah, about they, everything. They cry when they get home, though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But um, I got a father that's been in there so, 18 years. He's still be crying. Hey, you're not home. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> that PTSD is something else. Yeah. That's you got it. Um, God. So our boy, <laughs> I know you hate him. I love him, though. He's so terrible. Uh, our, our boy Zanetsu is back, and um, he is being medicated, and he has a prescription from um, Shinobu mm-hmm. to actually help him kind of like grow his limbs back and get rid of the poison that's in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily him killing the demon uh, kind of helped him in maintaining his limbs. More. Yeah. Yeah. But right now his legs and arms are shorter than normal. So he can't even fit a regular size shirt that he would be able to fit. Right. Um, and Tandro is just super happy to see him and in the process. Uh, Tandro is like, have you seen Inosuke? And our boy Inosuke is over in the next bed. Out of all the Just characters like, to get a character change, why him? Why not Zanetsu? Why fucking Inosuke? <laughs> because Zanetsu, Inosuke is Sasuke, right? Mm-hmm. That's essentially who Inosuke is. I see that. And we've seen Sasuke so much, people don't like Sasuke. You think so? People are tired of Sasuke, dude. I mean, he was super emo boy, but Super emo edgy. They want they want uh, Inosuke to show more development. But also, they're writing this. They're they're doing the show exactly how uh, the creator did it. And uh, Demon Slayer is older than than Naruto. Yeah. So realistically, uh, she she has already had this plan. Yeah. So uh, that's how she wrote it. Is how they making it. Um, 
and our boy Inosuke is sitting in bed and he's like, his voice is super low because he took that hitch to the throat. Oof. And uh, all he could think about is, you know, how he was lost. And the first thing he does is he apologizes for being so weak. I know. Like, dude, like if, dude, switch Inosuke and the show would be perfect. The show would be absolutely perfect. Like, cause I mean, I mean, think about it. Like if, if, the attitude that Inosuke has, if that was given to Zanetu, and it, it probably would have fit better if it was given to him, because listen, like Zanetsu is the one who's like always whining and crying and being scared and, and and almost dragging him down, like almost dragging him down to the point of like they're leaving him behind while they're going to, to fight forces. Like Inosuke did the right thing. He just lost. He just wasn't that strong. He shouldn't yeah. be so down on himself because he's still fucking powerful. He still did what he could. The, the difference is is that Inosuke was raised in the wild his entire life. He was right. literally raised by an animal. Yeah. Um, and then he even became, only he became a demon slayer because he saw a demon slayer thought he was weak and took his weapons. Right. He didn't become a demon slayer because he wanted to be a demon slayer. He became That's a demon a slayer point. because he just felt, I'm stronger than you right. and I'll do it better. So let's do that. And that's what he did. Yeah. Zanetsu was in a bad predicament and basically got bought out and was like, yeah, you're going to be my new disciple. Ugh. I mean, you know, the fact that his master stuck with him through all of that fucking crying. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that character. The character has so much more potential to be just so fucking trash. It's gross. <laughs> He's got more potential to be even worse. No, he's got more. Right. He got potential to be so much better than he is, but he's okay. so trash. Like he's such a good fighter. Like he could be, he could be a normal character, but only have one skill. Or he could be a normal character and only be good when he goes to sleep. Like he doesn't have to be a whiny business. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have to be. He doesn't no. have to be. It does create a, a dynamic, though, right? What dynamic? Please, because- <laughs> please help me find it. I need it. Oh, tell froze and collect it. Oh, there you What's go. up? You froze for a second. Okay. There's you back. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> you we good. got Tanjiro, who is the most cool, calm, and collected of all of them. Yeah. We got Inosuke, who's the hot headed, hot blooded one mm-hmm. who will act just on impulse. And then we have Zanetsu, who is the overly cautious. Um, is that whiny of them? Wow. Yes. He's yeah. overly cautious. He yeah. doesn't want to do anything that's going to be dangerous. What a fucking save. That was beautiful. Well, that was a good save. That was a real good save, Tell. Because you're right. He's overly cautious. He's overly cautious. But he's just a fucking crybaby. It's just plain and simple. He's a crybaby. That's not over. I mean, that's not overly cautious. Overly cautious is Shaggy. Shaggy don't cry. He runs and hide, but he doesn't physically ball his fucking eyes out. Like if he didn't cry, maybe it wouldn't be as bad. If he just whined, but he cries like and that's what annoys everybody, dude. The crying annoys everybody. Everybody. You, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, this episode of Demon Slayer, I think, sets us up for like a training montage. 100%. But I, I want to see some action. It's I wanna, three episodes left. They got to give us something, though, you know, right? Like they, they gonna, so what I, this, is, this is what I'm predicting for the next couple episodes. This next episode is going to be a training montage. Okay. Um, this episode after that is going to be something with Nezuko uh, kind of honing her abilities. And then the final episode is going to be either Tanjiro or the three of them with plus Nezuko 
heading out for some specific mission mm-hmm. and they kind of succeed at something either super fast or there's some epic cliffhanger where they come across something they can't beat yet. And then next year we get something dope. Mm. And you're not reading the manga, right? I'm not reading the manga. Okay. Uh, okay. But I will tell you, don't uh, read the manga. I can't. Not do it. I don't know. bro. This is the review <laughs> show. You can't go ahead. <laughs> we going to have my hero when this comes. That's this true. Good. And you already ahead on that. But I think, I mean, I couldn't, like, you worded it perfectly. That's exactly what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the montage. I think it's going to be maybe a year or two pass, and then they're going to go out fight and run into uh, Michael Jackson Demon, probably, the last episode, and then cliffhanger us from there. I think they might do a year, not two years. But if they, if they do, if they give us a year of training, yeah, our, our guys will I see be that. amped up better Maybe and, maybe a couple of ranks below uh, Hashira's. Nah, they not gonna make it up that high. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. It's like twelve ranks, too. I mean, how many seasons we gonna get? We probably gonna I'm, get I'm, like the anime. I mean, the manga's still going. I know we probably gonna get like four seasons, right? I hope so. Four Me solid too. seasons would be good. Me too. It's so hard for anime to get four seasons though, but this one is so popular. Yeah, and right now not, with. With a limited budget works in they in their back pocket. Yep. I think they're gonna keep going. Yeah, and then they got uh they're about to hit Tsunami with the dubs. Yeah. I'm gonna it's rewatch like it again just because the only thing only thing that could hold this back is uh some stupid anime collapse. Like something stupid happening in the yeah. anime like streaming world. But this show has no, been entirely yeah. too good for it to like fall off like that. Right. We're gonna we're gonna get that second season. 100%. And the second season will determine if we're getting that third third season. But I think this first season is done so well, we're going to keep getting it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just want it. This is the type of show that I want to be like in Unasha. Like, give me a hundred some episodes. This show should be the Naruto's. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shows like this. That's I don't know. Or like one pieces. You can't stretch this quality out to 900 episodes. That's true. That quality Not 900, right. like 600. I, want, I would like, if this show gave me 120... 120 quality episodes because this, if we remember, we enjoyed this, this um, anime from the beginning, but we didn't love this anime until what? Like episode 12. That's true. When it, when it's true, really it was probably a little bit fresh, more like episode eight, like when Inosuke was, was doing his wild thing and her Karanas and stuff. (laughs) We didn't love it until then when the first, like I used to be, I, uh, a demon dude was patting his chest and stuff like that. That's when yeah. we fell in love with it. Yep. Um, and then, you know, it just progressively got better or maintained at a high level. So, and you know. To be honest, Demon Slayer is the reason why I wanted to do the podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to talk about it. Yeah. Thank I just you, Demon Slayer, to, for yeah. giving us this. Uh, exactly. Like, that's that's the main reason. But, I mean, yeah, it's good. I can't wait for more. I hope it goes long, but not too long to where it's bad. And they lose. No, I don't think so either. Like this, but the, you're right though. The budgets are this is probably so fucking high. It's insane. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, Demon Slayer made you want to do this podcast, but you know, Ashley Lawson Space made you want to keep it going. Oh my god, hundred percent, hundred percent. I can't stop talking about Ashley Lawson Space. Everybody needs to watch it. <laughs> right, 100%. but with with that, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Well, we were in this episode. Oh shit! Good, good point. Um, this is definitely going to be like a six point five for me. 
It's going to yeah, be lower I, on the list because it just wasn't much to it. it I'm not going to say it's a bad episode by any right. means. It was just more info. That's yeah, all it was. It good, was just, good, not great, right? Yeah, yeah we, were, we were finding out where our characters are. Right. They're all okay. We see a little bit of sadness. We see a little bit of goodness. I'm going to give it a seven. Right. Um, just because I'd rather have that base even number. Um, 6.5 is great. I'm giving it a seven because I just, let's just leave it there. It's good, not great. It's you know, great. you know, I give it that point five because the net two had no fucking change whatsoever. So that's why, <laughs> <laughs> that's, why would, that's not hating, man. It's a fact. It's, it's a fact. We need to start a poll on the Facebook group on is, is the net two the weakest, the wackest character ever invented? Okay, uh, we right. Maybe uh, not worried it like that because that'll be easy. Uh, is the net two the wackest character ever? <laughs> They're going to be like, uh, nah, nah. Of course not, because nah. he's he's not whack, but his uh, I'm not gonna go there. Anyway, this has been episode 13 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Thank you all so much for listening. You can listen on all podcast services. You can follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu, on Instagram Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and support the Patreon if you can. We would greatly appreciate it. We appreciate any support we get. Mike Check Waifu Waifu uh, Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. <sighs> And with that, I'm Polo Bornfly on all social media. I am Naughty Gentleman on Instagram, King Taliano on Twitter. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Mike check. And we are. One, two, one, two. Peace. Peace. Is that you? Peace.